0: This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel described it best. We are living the whole of the Auburn experience. Whether we're talking about the first game days of a new season, whether we're talking about exorbitant parking prices, new academic things going on, new recruits, we can talk about anything and everything, but at its heart, at its core, it's all about its sports. It is all about... It's culture, and of course, the Auburn family. And I guess since it's about the uh, excuse me, what are you doing here? <laughs> what am I? What are you doing here? Is the real question. Listen, don't you know I just show up
1: places these <laughs> days? Clint warned me this might happen, but I didn't expect it to happen so suddenly. And but here you are. You just drove into the driveway, and our
0: listeners. Only, those aren't viewing, are probably incredibly surprised right now. Right. The viewers are surprised. Now that you listeners out there understand what's going on, we are live in location together for episode 50. 50. Did you honestly think we'd ever make it?
1: Um, Yes and no. I thought we would make it to football season. Uh, the summer, we both talked about it was going to be tough. Yeah. And it ended up being okay. We made it pretty seamlessly. hmm Came up with some good ideas. Enough happened for us to talk about. Yep. Uh, but here we are on episode 50 the day after the first home game of the
0: 2023 season so we made it we made it well we we made it in some sense of the word my wallet didn't make it (laughs) my uh frustrations at times yesterday didn't make it. i told jessica this the other day that or actually this morning the days are running together at this point that yesterday was such a high and low day like Mm. i went from peak to Valley, peak to Valley all day. Today has been nothing but just like wins for me because I've had some great things on a Sunday afternoon here in Auburn happen. But, all that being said, episode 50. Did I give you enough time to come up with a 50? Episode 50, I mean, we've been looking forward
1: to episode 50 for a while, so episode 50 was no no shock. I think it would be hard-pressed not to think about the legend, Vicki Orr, mm-hmm. and her son Austin Wiley, both wearing number 50. But it was a home football game weekend, so we have to talk about Reese Dismukes one of my favorite centers of all time in Auburn football good one history. and then we'll talk about Marcus Harris and the defensive line that performed yesterday um, so all good number 50s and all quality uh, worthy honors of having number 50 this weekend
0: if you if I ever questioned your homework the fact that you just busted out <laughs> with Vicky or to start off come with. on, I mean come on that, and
1: a worthy or a worthy honor too of also having that first women statue, but we've discussed that before. We'll have to discuss it. Again. We're gonna
0: open up that can of worms already <laughs> into two minutes into the show already so marcus harris mickey or austin wiley reese dismeeks was a good one i feel like there's another one out there that we're missing there's probably more. a
1: baseball 50 i'm missing but yeah i couldn't get off the top of my head
0: so you guys definitely let us know if we missed one of your favorite 50s out there or some significant like other number 50 related to like there's like a moment or something mm. like that i don't know how the 1950 se- season was it was it nineteen fifty seven
1: was good, right? yes, uh not quite not... you know anything that ends in a three was probably good, so I'll
0: say nineteen fifty three had to be a good season but we we'll celebrate them in, in some capacity except for two thousand three yeah we don't talk about we that. don't talk about that all right, auburn potpourri with the last bit of this segment, let's talk about how about this uh recruiting? Let's just mm. go ahead and discuss it. I mean, does it ever end? Well, not are we ever not done. are we ever Never. not done in a freeze warning? <laughs> however you want to throw that in. Can we we make jokes about the freeze warning still? (laughs) Has it been overplayed? Are some people upset about it? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. know. It it seems like it might be a little bit overdone at this point, but I think we'll
1: still have our... Some, Some might say people are getting the cold shoulder from it.
0: I don't really know, but... Brr, i can't i can confirm in person austin is even more of a dad joke person <laughs> than i really they're thought. growing
1: they're growing step by step yes uh, but oh my gosh i mean another weekend where auburn already had plenty of football momentum right. they get two big commits one for 24 one for 25 both big offensive linemen that every auburn fan is always happy about getting nowadays um I mean, the momentum just
0: keeps rolling on and off the recruiting trail. Absolutely. Like, the big thing this weekend, obviously, is the win, which we're going to talk about. But when we're discussing recruiting, as much as people have been focused on offensive line, Mm. you've got to really look no further than that for what people's interest has peaked. Yes, they're happy about the win. They're happy about rolling Timbers' corner. But when it comes to offensive line recruiting, we've discussed it ad nauseum that it's just been awful Uh, over the last couple of years.
1: Yes. And, I mean, through different tenures, through different offensive line coaches – uh, it's been a struggle, and and the performance on the field the last few years have shown the uh, effects of that. And right. so it's good to see already in one game some good Auburn offensive line play, uh, and I think recruits that can only help. Right? right when you see how you'll be used and how well um, the rest of the unit can play. Uh, so far, so good for the Freeze group.
0: Do we even name the guys?
1: Spencer – how do you say that? Spencer Dowlin is how I say it. Spencer Dowlin. Maybe it's Doolin, but I think it's Dowlin. Dowlin makes sense. And then DeAndre Carter for DeAndre 2024. Car- uh, that was a big one. A big one. The number one rated offensive interior offensive lineman by a lot of services all the way out in California. So You don't hear that much. You do not. So, hopefully, he'll get an up-close personal look at the
0: team next week. And uh, how can, about that? A good I timing. Just, well, it is good timing, but could I just, like, make – you know a point here the better timing would have been wait a week when they're True. out there True. at the game you know what would be the best thing he takes an official visit to cal only to commit <laughs> to auburn that would have been absolutely hilarious if that would have happened there so that's the big recruiting news that we've talked about i can confirm that i just went to the soccer match and boy is it hot out there girls are doing i mean i, I think the match is over at this point they were up to zero when i left it there Obby was in rare form, oh boy. Uh, as he always is, <laughs> leading the, I think they're called the Rowdies, is what yes, they're called. Yes, I think so. And boy, were they rowdy and hot. Um, it's a great atmosphere. If you've never been out to, as hot as it was out there, the whole like stadium was basically filled up. And there were a good, good. amount of American fans out yeah, there. Yeah, that's good. That feels weird to say. <laughs>
1: well, that's good. That's the similar thing we've always talked about with what we hope one day happens with a basketball weekend at a home. Mm-hmm football weekend is people taking advantage of the other sports on campus and what during the home weekend and sticking around for the whole of the auburn experience making sure they're going out to see karen Hopp's soccer team is a great start so good for them
0: you're just bringing it all the way around aren't you i'm
1: trying to man i'm trying to learn from you
0: i'm feel- well don't learn too much from me because <laughs> if what you've learned from me this weekend is how to spend way too much money on parking then you needed to, that was the most expensive Chick Fil A chicken biscuit. <laughs> I just I, I don't want to like bore people with the story, but we'll talk about it probably in a little bit because it's probably going to be a rant, and I'm just going to be completely yes. honest. It'll yeah. be
1: this week's of the Old Man segment.
0: Just one though, because I don't know that you're going to be as upset about that. as Well, I
1: am. yeah, I, when I saw you and you told me, I, I felt for you. But one last Auburn Potpourri thing, and I know you posted about it from E2C Network. Can you believe the equipment truck just left for Cal? Yep. Not twenty four hours after the game. I mean, I thought about road. this.
0: I, I really didn't. But when I saw it, I said, Yeah, that makes sense. You gotta get going. I mean, think about it. It's what I think if you did it in one trip, I think I've seen it post for it's like a sixty hour drive or something like, like that. I think that's I probably am completely wrong on that. But sixty hour drive, and so if you're only supposed to drive what, twelve hours of the day mm-hmm. and what truck truckers I think are recommended, right. that's five days. Yeah, there you go. You so about go. about the time that the team will probably be arriving, because they'll fly out Thursday normally, I think. I think so after classes and then they'll do walk through fridays and all that kind of stuff but either way it was cool to see it pull off into the sunset well it wasn't sunset pull off (laughs) into the distance and go california dreaming i'm not going to do any more california puns (laughs) that's a long trip I'm, I'm,
1: were you able to see how many were in the in the truck
0: i saw two gentlemen get in and out and in and out and in and out of the truck that's how long it took them to just all. two man there were several like, people okay. around loading and stuff sure uh but as soon as i, I heard the the trailer thing come mm-hmm. down in the back i heard the engine crank up the lights kind of went on and we still like 10 minutes I was like come on <laughs> i, I want to go to the soccer game let's go <laughs> either way they're on the road obviously we're gonna be talking a lot about cal california stuff all next week. But for now, let's get into our main two segments tonight. We've got to discuss game day weekend and, of course, the game versus UMass.
1: Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver... It's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
0: Today, however, it is because it's day where we are, at least that's what the wind over there tells me. The first game weekend of the year, how does it feel? I mean, it, it felt great, literally. Mm-hmm. The
1: weather that we were expecting, probably more of today in the Mid 90s, right? Uh, was not yesterday, yeah. And we had nice overcast. I still got some sunburn. I was gonna say, you uh, look a little, kind of a little oh, red there. Um, I'm seeing way
0: too much of your thighs. I'm just gonna be honest, <laughs> you guys can't see that down there. It for is, those <laughs> for those of you on audio, be thankful you're not watching. We always want you to come watch, but I
1: just want to go ahead and boy. Put out disclaimer I am, and I mean, look how awkward that looks i am wearing shorts
0: i'm gonna stand up (laughs) could you (laughs) put these are the shenanigans that happen when we get together
1: i always wear pants while we're recording because of the computer fiasco uh when it (laughs) fell so no worries there um but i did get a little burnt it was a little hot but it felt like a it was just on you not the heat temperature Mm -hmm. hot um so it felt great there were tons of people around Mm -hmm. inside and outside the stadium uh it felt like a great weekend. It was an Auburn home game weekend with a lot of excitement in the air.
0: This was like the best possible weather that you could have asked for for an opening weekend. Yes. 100%. because and When I say that, do we all want a nice, really good breeze rolling through and 65, Correct. maybe 70 at best? Sure. But that's not a reality in September. Not, not a chance but 85 i think max is what it was 83 maybe something like that Mm -hmm. overcast but still enough sun coming through so it's not gloomy at all the same time and then a a little bit of a breeze i don't know if the auburn chamber of commerce like sold their soul to the devil (laughs) or something like that but they whatever they did they paid for this to get here and just have an absolutely great day for the town for the university and obviously the football team I enjoyed the heck out of this weekend. Even some gripes I'll get to in just a little bit. <laughs> yes. I mean,
1: it was great. The, you know, campus felt busy, yeah. but not where you couldn't move, feel like. Um, it felt the tents were up, the tailgates were up, everybody was rocking and rolling. Um, the weather certainly helps that. But, I mean, I, I think we can get into this with the game day portion of it. It's not game yeah. specific but the sure. whiteout was fantastic yes. i mean it was executed perfect which is a hard thing to do yes it is when it's not one of your you know dominant main colors um which can be a tr- struggle at times anyway orange sometimes is rough but the whiteout was perfect students did a fantastic job um
0: the game day atmosphere was just it was back it was what we all look forward to every right. year and it was back I had the choice Austin of wearing a white shirt that said Auburn Tennis into a football game mm-hmm. or wearing the E2C shirt and I, I was bad and I wore the E2C shirt. No. So I was one of those you know few that mixed and mingled in with all of the white that was out there. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of the media uh, people even said it, that this kind of felt like the best coordinated effort in some time. Yeah. And it shows up well when it's wear white versus wear blue or orange because orange maybe shows up just a lighter color. Right. So I thought that that was really well done i love the participation from the students especially that was just a sea of of white out there oh yeah there was very few that were were rebels like yourself in the student section
1: i mean i saw you earlier in the day and i didn't didn't even put it together i guess i had faith and hope that you
0: had a backup change of shirt to participate with white this was the best i had other than auburn tennis
1: well, Auburn tennis would have been fine. We're okay with It's sporting. football
0: game day. I like it. Trust it me, I got I got my gymnastic shirt, my softball shirt. I'll wear them proudly. You see me on the streams where we're them. gonna find you an a white auburn football shirt, then I guess. I gotta am gonna sweat through it even more than I am right now. Okay. Rest of the game day discussion stuff out here. Um I thought that the tailgating, you know, got kicked off really early. Mm-hmm. Um it seems like even for a two thirty game in seasons past, it was really slow going. Yeah. But this time people were ready to be back. It's a new era, obviously, Correct. coaches and everything that's been going on the last two, two or three seasons for Auburn. Everybody was really excited. I, I had the opportunity to stop by a few tailgates. And by the way, thank you to so many of you that stopped me personally yesterday and said hello, that either listen, follow us, whatever, however you get to E2C Network, please continue to do that. That was humongous. Like that's just, that makes my day when people stop by and just want to talk and say hello. So for me, that was like, one of the biggest highlights of game day, other than just being on campus.
1: Sure, yeah, I mean, and that's this kind of stuff that you, we look forward to outside of just the excitement of Auburn football. Is, right, is the camaraderie, the family, mm-hmm. um, the things that make Auburn special on game day. Mm-hmm. That there's, I can't remember who which reporter did it, but one of our local beat writers did a her first time, yeah, as the game day experience, and she had a lot of that, and it, it was one of those things where I think a day like yesterday for you and I, sometimes we we take for granted the things that mm-hmm. happen regularly on Auburn game day that are uh, run of the mill for us, but don't happen everywhere. Right. Um, and things like that, where you just get welcomed into the tailgate or someone saw you and a love for Auburn's all the only similarity you need. So um, it, it was great. Yesterday's game day experience is what we all hope for. Only if it was just a little like
0: the coolest weather possible, but yeah. we'll, we'll get that maybe that Georgia game. I'm really hoping. I'm hoping is going to be a night game but also is going to be like that nice just a real fall day where where it's warm in the day but as soon as that sun starts dipping Mm -hmm. we're going to have like 65 something like that and with that energy of that game if if auburn comes in undefeated we'll we'll, we'll have to just spend the whole segment (laughs) the whole show after that one talking about the game day experience i'm gonna gripe oh boy i'm gonna do it oh boy i'm gonna be okay I'm not going to get into the whole story about how I spent $40 for an hour of parking. Um, That's something for in-person if you want to know that. But I will say my continuous gripe is about parking. And it's Mm -hmm. not even, there's no one responsible party. There's no one responsible group. But I think you will all agree with me that come to campus that don't, are unable to afford the nice parking spots. Mm -hmm. It is getting more and more challenging to find parking close to campus would you agree
1: yeah, yeah. ish yes 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 i mean it, it's certainly if you're not willing to go out there um and you and i were both there when we saw each other it was pretty early mm-hmm. in the game day experience um if you're not willing to go find a random parking spot on the street at what eight in the morning and you gotta be careful with that too you do at eight in the morning and leave it there all day then you're going to be paying some yep. something um and so uh, I I know that you had a struggle, and I'm I'm very sorry about that.
0: It was the first thing you told me when I saw you that day. I told everybody I, I, that I saw. you that day. That's the first I didn't even say hi to people. I said, "Let me tell you about my day." We have I spent forty dollars for a Chick Fil A chicken. Hi biscuits.
1: Kyle, uh, yeah, you're from C Now. Would you like to come into our tailgate? Well, yes, but I'm going to tell you about my parking problem. Yes, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> how it went
0: down. I, I here's the good and the bad with making more parking paid, but also um, just the other elements of it it makes campus a little bit easier to manage logistics wise makes it stay a little cleaner on game day as you can, as much as you can. But for me, yes, it's the frustration. It takes away some of that old nostalgic feeling of Mm. people just parking up and just, you know, being as, as packed in together as much. There's a little bit of that excitement that goes away each time we all get pushed further and further out.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it definitely loses the the natural feeling Mm. of it of, you know, parking and going to the game. and um, Like you said, there's benefits of it. I see why certain of yep. it, obviously you, you bring in more money, but there's obviously benefits of, of <laughs> that. That seems, seems to happen regardless anyway, though. Uh, you just benefit other ways um, by by keeping it more organized, but uh, it's certainly getting to be a little more difficult. Can can I bring up a high note that, to take you out of sure. your slot, I got. You know, we're going to go
0: back here. to something. We're going to end on a good note, but you, you go ahead with yours. good.
1: This was the first time the twin boys did make it to campus. That so was a high note. That is, they they made it. We walked around campus. We even went to the bookstore and got them something to yep. commemorate it. Uh, did not go to the first game. We're going to save that hopefully for later in the year. But Can't make sure that one counts exactly like. in his perfect weather. Um, but the, the twins made it on campus for an Auburn
0: football game I got for the to first see them. time,
1: and Kyle got to see him.
0: It's pretty awesome. That that was definitely a high point. So just imagine Kyle just come from a low point, yep. high point. There was another one. I'm probably sure at some point, it was providential timing for sure. It's what I needed. <laughs> Somehow God always knows what you need when you need it. Um, So there's that. I also want to talk about tiger walk real quickly with the last few minutes in this segment. Um, First one for Hugh freeze. Yep. Great showing from everybody. And there were some real lame ones last year. <laughs> I mean, it was, you used to have to claw and fight, uh, two you know even in the last days of gus to get a t- tiger walk spot for the last two years unless cadillac was leading the team you basically <laughs> could show up as tiger walk was starting this one i got a call from clint so shout out to clint and said are you here yet no you might want to get over here and, oh sure, and sure enough he was right like where i like to be near the banner it wasn't crowded yet but if i had not gotten there yeah, it would have been a little bit more difficult so we could live stream it for all of you. But we had a great experience. They put the barricades um, back up when the banner starts. So there used to be no barricades. Okay. I was going to ask you about except that. Except the front. Like they've always had those barricades at the front, you know, right when they get to the stadium, you yep. kind to make it easier. But they ran them all down Donahue this time. Interesting. But yeah.
1: I was going to ask you about that because I saw some of the footage Auburn put out and it looked like they had the thin. The some of it was yes. paper okay so it wasn't all the metal metal gate barricades like usual The closer you got to the stadium metal okay. barricades the further away you got more of the paper plastic yeah. whatever it is because it looked i said no way they just yeah let made a line of people with no barricade right i mean you know i don't think anything would right. happen and you hope that it wouldn't but you know we all have a few crazies out there yeah. in the family as as all families do um, and so, but I mean, I thought it looked great, like to have that. And if people still abide by it, it feels like you were mentioning parking some natural, yeah. You know, it's not everybody was touching, obviously, there were security still, right. but um, it looked big, it looked. Like it was a massive Tiger
0: Walk, as the first one typically is, but especially of a new era and things like that. If you want to be up in the business of the players and coaches, go closer to the buses because that's where no barricades are. So, yes, but once we got down to the banner, just, you know, that's where I always like to be because it's a great shot with the banner there. And shout out to the tailgate that manages that every year. Um, But between – even with the frustrations of parking and my one gripe session, the weather, Tiger Walk, the tailgating, just – The whole package, I don't know that you could have asked for a better opening weekend. And the eagle flew good. The eagle flew good. (laughs) I guess technically we could talk about that during the game day portion too. But did you expect anything less? It's the Raptor Center, come on. I mean, you can't control the birds. I can attest to that. (laughs) Gone are the days of spirit going, (laughs) and then then, then we all fade off and then we scream, and it comes back in. (laughs) But all that being said, Great game day experience that we are excited to see how it only amplifies as we get further and further into the freeze era. Let's talk about the actual game. Mm. Wow, Auburn football is back, baby. Oh, that's for sure. What stuck out to you? I mean, like, oh man, I mean, I know that's a big, loaded question. That is a
1: loaded question. There were so many impact players, new impact players we were all hoping to see, see how they would gel together. Uh, I think it'd be hard not to talk about first and foremost. Robbie Ashford having a day. Three rushing touchdowns. And I think, you know, Kyle and I are are one where we typically scream, listen to the press conference pretty often. Coach Hugh Free saying he'll be Robbie Ashford is vital to this program and this team's success was not just jargon to say, well, he's a backup quarterback. Mm Please don't transfer. (laughs) Please. He he was, and there was a clear plan for him. Kudos to Robbie for buying in mm-hmm. and for being you know, willing and malleable to fix, fit into what space he is to help this team win. I loved it. I don't have a problem with that mixing out the quarterback. Now, I think it's going to be difficult yeah. more as he gets more on tape and people prepare for him. UMass is coming in blind. Um, but the way it worked against UMass was about as good as you
0: can hope for. What I liked is not only did you put Robbie in to – actually you know live by what you talked about in the press conferences but you put him in and did more than just run he had opportunities to throw they didn't work out necessarily whether that was a robbie thing or a miscommunication thing or a penalty there were there were a couple of times penalties were yes. on his particular throws or on the receiver that took away probably would have been a little bit more momentum for him mm-hmm. i mean he came in not just because peyton was hurt he came in because no this is your time to leave we'll the drive right he yep. needs a break let him in go lead us down to a touchdown and. And he did it with his legs. I think everybody would love to see him throw one too. But Coach Freeze has lived up to his word that Robbie's a part of this offense. Right. He will be. The great thing is we now have on tape for everybody to see. He will throw the ball. We all know he's going to run and good luck trying to catch him. Right. And I mean, that's the point of
1: these opening games, right? Is you want to give enough for team for Cal next week to prepare for, Mm -hmm. but not show your whole arsenal. And so, I thought it was great. Robbie, you know, as the game got out of hand, Robbie got the chance to lead. I think that's where you can say Peyton Thorne probably still is the starter for a reason. Right. And he has different tangible intangibles that will help this team more than Robbie. Um, and I think that was on display and, but there's things both of them can work at and, but they both worked well together. You know, you love to see when they're coming off the field, both of them supporting each other, both of them talking, seeing sharing what each of them sees,
0: um, that's a quarterback situation I think you have to be happy about if you're an Auburn fan. I'm real happy with this. And we even got to see Holden. Like You did? Holden yeah. threw some – I've had some debates with people whether this was by intention or it was a uh, a misthrow by him or something like that. But I thought they were pretty decent back shoulder throws. Yep. He, I mean, sure, the receiver had to come back. It was Malcolm Johnson who caught yes. both of those. Come back a little bit. But more so than not, he gave his receiver an opportunity to make a play. How many times have we talked about a you know quarterback zipping it in there and just not even putting it in a window? Right. Because the rule is, if you're a receiver, you get the hands on the, your hands on the ball, it's your job to make the catch. Absolutely. Even if it is a bad throw. So, giving players uh, opportunities, that's what the quarterbacks did all day. So, I'm really happy with that. No Jarquez. No Jarquez Hunter.
1: but The run game seemed to be okay. Right. Uh, you know, uh, yes, there's always going to be the it was UMass. Yes, it was. But to have every running back score a touchdown is pretty good. All the way down to your walk-ons. Is, is it every single one? I think so. So, I, Sean
0: – I don't think Justin Jones scored one, did he? Justin Jones. Justin Jones got in. Did you miss that one? Did I miss I thought is he Justin got, Jones? He's still here?
1: Oh wow. So he's oh, okay. A, I
0: missed that one then. But I understand you probably yeah. missed him because of the short time he was in there. Sure. But
1: Sean Jackson. Sean Sean Jackson. Jeremiah Cobb. Yeah. Damari also. Damari. And uh Brian Batty scored, right? Am yeah, I missing Brian Batty?
0: Now I'm questioning myself. Either way. Either what, way,
1: a dominant day on the ground. Yeah. That's what you hope for when I think there's a case to be made. Jarquez is still va- very valuable to this team, yeah. um, and will be as we get into the season. But great to get some snaps for these guys, mm-hmm. some meaningful
0: snaps, and to see what you have with this, you know, relatively young running back room. Yeah, I hope people will not become so focused on what's going on with Jarquez. We don't need to know what's going on with Jarquez. All you need to know is he's not playing right now. And then you have a running back room that is very capable even without him. Now, without Jarquez there, was there maybe an edge off mm-hmm. of the room just given what sure. he does? Sure. But Jarquez, I think, will have, I Think I, he's obviously still on the team. He was on the sideline, just not dressed out. In fact, he was like below me the entire game oh, up, yeah. up in the upper deck. So I was just sitting there wondering, like, see, I'll never go like suit back up in halftime <laughs> or something like that. But, they don't come out in pads and stuff. They're not going out there, right? My guess, I have no information. My guess is same. he's not traveling.
1: Yeah, I'm, that's think, my guess. I'm gonna be the same. I think that we'll probably not play him this weekend. Uh, like you said, we know nothing right. of officially or anything like that. So, um, but I think you can be content after mm-hmm. yesterday to see what this room has, and and I was pleased with them. What's an area for you maybe that you were a little
0: concerned about going in and still saw those concerns? The get, the explosive plays that were given up at yeah. times, especially in the running game. And I don't – everyone wants to place blame on it's because of the defensive lines, because of the linebackers. I don't know that it's necessarily one or the other. I just think it's still cohesion that's trying to be had between the front seven. Correct. Because we all know what the defensive back group is. I mean, they're right. studs all back there. We, we'll talk about them in a second. But to me, it's, it's the explosive plays. Yeah, and I think – after the first drive, right, for UMass when they marched down the field, what,
1: 90 yards or so in yep. score, um, we all were worried. It was like, okay, this is what we thought was coming. Um,
0: we are who we thought we, we are were.
1: who we thought we are. Dag Um, But, you know, I think it was good to see. We have to remember, too, this is not just Hugh Freeze's game. This is offensive coordinator Phil Montgomery, defensive coordinator Ron Roberts' first game at Auburn as well with the new team. Um, So I think as he saw what was coming, or what ended up happening on that first job, he was able to change what he wanted to do to fit him. And I think, you know, what was it, late in the fourth quarter until UMass scored again after that point? Yeah. um, That you had, you know, a little more blitz packages, a little more um, pressure off the edge for um, this defensive line and linebacker group. But you also, and I'm going to keep saying this, nothing against UMass, but – they did come to our place on the opening weekend for a reason. Um, You wonder how that'll play with power five teams like Cal. And then as we get into our conference schedule, so that's definitely still a question mark for me as a front seven and the linebacking group. Right. Um, So we'll just have to see, but you know, I think there's, Optimism to take from yesterday, but there'll definitely be still work to do once you look at the film.
0: Is it fair to say that the player of the game is Jalen Simpson? Oh, I don't know how not. Like, you okay. get the only two turnovers the game, and you run one back. Yeah, we nearly did the other we one. Did, yeah. We got it. Was it Keontae Scott that jarred the ball loose for him to pick it up? Donovan Coffin. Donovan Coffin. Around, thank got you. Got it. The other um, one of the other studs, yeah, offensive back. But uh, what a
1: day for Keontae Scott in special teams yeah. and, yep, the defense. I mean, almost house two punts. Yes. And it, he's going to get one by the end of the year. I'm confident in that.
0: When that first kickoff went, and I know there were different people in a different points, yeah. but, like, I said, uh-oh, this is about to get ugly for UMass. If we run this first <laughs> one back, <Yeah. laughs> like, th- this place is just going to lose its mind. Yep. Especially with the way the weather is, is starting and everything. Everybody, the energy is in the room and all that stuff. I mean, I you know, look. There is clear things in this first game that have to be cleaned up. That are you're yeah. not perfect, but I find a hard I find it hard to latch on to those things. Does that makes sense. Like yeah, there's too much good for me to be upset with the things that may be frustrated.
1: Absolutely. Me. I mean, I think you have to look at what did Auburn fans want to see more than anything from this weekend. You want to see Auburn handle an opponent score that score absolutely. You want to see Auburn handle an opponent that has talent less than them. And you want to see them win in considerable fashion and play well in all three facets of the game. And I think you can say that. Um, you know, I think we're all happy to see an offense that looks like it might right. be a little more competent than years past. Um, I do want to remind everyone Brian Harson's first two games, we scored 60 each. So I'm just, I'm not, I'm not being Debbie why, down here. Why, why, why are you got to bring that just, up? I'm just tempering why, expectations. Why I, that up? I feel that this looks different. And I think you, anyone would say that with the way the schemes look the way the op- offense ran and the opportunities different playmakers had um we also, but- we also
0: had bo nicks so we also had you know, bo nicks who's up. you know just tearing it up i'm just gonna say so it was friendly. but um yes. <laughs> we're not even gonna get into yes. that here all in all uh i think if you're someone who's making big definitive statements about this team off of one game you're in the wrong place to Right now, you don't need to be making those defensive statements. There are clear things to fix. There are clear things that we did very well. Game two will definitely start trending in a direction where we can start making some assumptions about this team, but it's really probably three or four games in before we make some solid conclusions.
1: We want to know what this team looks like in SEC, the best league in college football. Absolutely. And and, and we won't get that until they go to College Station and play Texas A&M. So
0: it's coming very soon.
1: It will be. Next week will be interesting. Are you going to stay up and are you going to make it?
0: it'll be ten thirty 30 your time you know i might have a few things going on this weekend that i you know that may dictate whether or how late sure. i probably let me put it this way i'll probably be up regardless and we'll see what's what's going down with all that obviously we're going to be back here at some point to talk about that in you, here what well, unless you want me <laughs> just to travel back here just at what it'll be 1 your time to uh, uh i'm hoping starts nine thirty later yeah so be almost by the time i got here it would probably be about two o'clock We will not be in here. We will not be in here. But who knows? We might do an in-person one again because apparently he invited me back. I don't know (laughs) what mistake he made. Clint, he didn't learn. (laughs) If you invite me in, I I keep coming back. Either way, we appreciate you guys being here, hanging out with us. And uh, listen to our first live in-person together show. Hopefully many more to come on our way out. Where can they find you on social media?
1: Uh, you go first. G- it's your house. Yeah, oh, well, thank you so much. I'm glad you said it in social media. Cause we are, I don't want to tell my address. So.
0: Uh, I mean, unless you want me to give it out. So people can just randomly come by. And <laughs> Please be in the background. don't.
1: Please do not come by here. Um, Austin G Scott, on Twitter slash X and uh, Austin G Scott on Instagram. Come, come talk to me. We're getting into the numbers. Now the fifties are going to be tough. a little tough. Where, yeah. I mean, just when I think I'm out, Man, it's right back. You're in. the one that
0: started this trend. I didn't ask for it. A long time ago. You can find me on X slash Twitter, whatever, at Kyleimus24, and of course follow E2C Network anywhere and everywhere, even the talkies That's blowing up lately for us. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We had a lot of fun with this one a special episode. Fifty, till we talk to you again. Where you go, where you